From WPLN News in Nashville, I'm Nina Cardona. Legislation known as the flag bill has hit a roadblock after passing the Tennessee House on Monday. The bill would list out when and which flags a public school or its employees may display. WPLN's Blaze Ganey says the measure could now fail due to concerns over its constitutionality. At the start of session, the bill only allowed the American flag and the Tennessee state flag to be displayed on school campuses. After an amendment, it now lists out categories of flags, allowing some to be displayed when it aligns with course curriculum. The bill's sponsor is Representative Gino Bolso of Brentwood. He says he brought the bill due to a concern over the display of a pride flag. Certain teachers and counselors in our district were displaying a pride flag in the classroom and on a teacher's desk. And despite the fact that parents had objected to that display, and despite the fact that those concerns had been raised with the local school board, Nothing was done to help them. I agreed to help them. Senate Speaker Randy McNally says the specificity pushed the measure toward becoming unconstitutional. When certain comments were made on the floor about the purpose of the bill to exclude certain types of flags and then a list of flags was given that were approved, I think that makes it suspect. McNally says he's reached out to the attorney general about whether he could defend the bill in court. He hasn't received an answer, but says the state's top lawyer has some concerns about the language. Blaze Ganey, WPLN News. Democratic lawmakers in Tennessee are asking the U.S. Department of Justice to investigate state restrictions on voting rights for people with felonies. A recent change by the Secretary of State's office makes it so those with felony convictions cannot regain the right to vote unless they also regain the right to own a gun. Since felony convictions come with restrictions on gun ownership, Critics say the state's new policy permanently disenfranchises hundreds of thousands of people from voting. In the letter to the DOJ, 22 Democratic lawmakers liken the new policy to Jim Crow-era laws that were put in place with the intent to stop black people from participating in elections. Separately, a longstanding federal lawsuit over Tennessee's voting rights restoration processes was scheduled to go to trial last November. The election office's policy change this summer spurred delays in court, and that case is now slated for trial in December after the 2024 elections conclude. Late last year, the Imagine Nashville project asked Nashvillians what they thought the city was doing well and what it was not. Now, armed with more than 10,000 responses, Imagine Nashville is ready to move into their next phase. WPLN Cynthia Abrams reports. Respondents ranged in age, race, income level, neighborhood. This was a major goal, according to steering committee member Brenda Wynn. There was a concerted effort to go door to door, to go into community, to talk to to all kinds of people, all Nashvillians. The range in responses was crucial to understanding the different experiences of different residents. For example, while a majority of Nashvillians feel they belong here, this number drops dramatically for low-income residents. Also, neighborhoods want different things. Respondents from East Nashville prioritized green spaces, while Madison was more interested in affordable housing. Imagine Nashville was able to identify five top priorities that resonate throughout the city, like neighborhood amenities, transit, and managing the city's growth. The group will now work with Think Tennessee to draft a set of recommendations by the end of the spring. Cynthia Abrams, WPLN News. Nashville is widely known for its dense concentration of music industry jobs. But for up-and-coming local talents, especially in some genres, it doesn't always feel like career pathways are supported. 
That's what many artists of color like pop R&B singer Jemaya are sharing in Nashville Public Radio's Making Noise miniseries. She says one bright spot is the work of the music promotion company Love Noise and moments they've created to highlight local talents, like the 2019 two-day concert called The Underflow. It was like a little life marker, the dressing room they gave me. I just felt like this is it. Like, I'm respected, I'm noticed, I'm heard, I'm seen, I'm valued. I knew it wasn't the end, but... I was thankful for that beginning. You can learn more about fault lines in the music industry by streaming the full series in podcast apps or online at our website. You'll find more news at WPLN.org. This is Nashville's local news and NPR station, 90.3 WPLN News.